Okay, so I'm going to give a little bit of an introductory talk, and then we'll get into the practice. Um, yeah, so this is my, my third class here, uh, my third Monday night class here anyway. And uh, it's usually fuller than this, but because the storm is coming, I think a lot of people are kind of getting their bread and milk and things. Market basket, yeah. <laughs> right, so this is the quiet before the storm is here. Um, and in market basket, the storm has already begun, as you can say. And um, yeah, that's also actually an interesting thing in terms of how our minds work, right? We, um, we know events are happening, we like to plan, we like to prepare, uh, worry sometimes. And I would say that many times there's good reason to do that. I think that um, before there's a storm that may last a few days to get everything you need in your house, that's reasonable and it makes sense. Um, but you really feel also that there's a kind of tension and a panic that people carry with that, an emotional aspect that's completely unnecessary and unwarranted, to be honest. And when we start the practice of meditation, we'll kind of get more and more in touch with those things that arise within us. We start to become aware of the unnecessary, um, the extraneous, the emotions and the beliefs and the thoughts and the movements in us that actually bring, I would even say, more damage to us than peace. That, um, that they don't necessarily serve a purpose. So, when we practice meditation, and it's funny because I spoke with Amy on the phone earlier, and I record the talks that I give, and she said to me, yeah, somebody told me you record the talks. And I said, yeah, I record the talks so people can listen to them on iTunes afterwards and they could, you know, just get a little of the information. And she said, well, do you think that, you know, people are going to stop coming to your class because they get the talks for free online afterwards? And I said, well, the talks are important, they're good, but I think people come into the room to actually practice, to meditate that the talk that I give is kind of setting everybody up for the practice. But then the actual practice of sitting here together and meditating and finding that actual peace, that's the point. Um, the Buddha said, you know, if you give somebody medicine and they just know about the ingredients but don't actually take the medicine, is that medicine going to actually help them or not? Um, so if you open up your cabinet and you have a headache and you find Tylenol and you read all the ingredients of the Tylenol and you read why it's good for you and how it's going to help your headache, and you're like, wow, and then you put it back in the drawer without taking it, it's not going to help your headache. So just listening, just understanding about the practice and doing the practice are very different. Um, doing the practice gives us the benefits and the results. So I feel like I talk for us to be able to go into the silence afterwards. So also if there's all these people listening at home or whatever, um, just that we remember that there's a practice that goes along with the information. So what I'd like to talk about tonight is kind of the emotional aspect of meditation or the... Um, the approach to meditation. I gave a 
well, I guess I didn't really give a talk. I wrote like a rap a couple days ago, and it was about the word should, and how when we use the word should, it inherently means there's a right and a wrong thing that you could do. And we often think to ourselves, oh, I really should go to the gym today. I really should eat better. I really should meditate more or do more yoga. Um, we carry like this weight and it's all of these shoulds, all these things we should be doing. Um, but that just feels heavy and if you do it, it's kind of like, okay, good, I did that thing I'm supposed to do. And if you don't do it, it almost feels like a guilt or like a heaviness, something's wrong. Oh, I'm a failure in some way. And instead of should, I said, why not try saying, what do I want? What do I want to do? What feels good for me? What, where do, who do I want to be? Which direction do I want to move in? To use a motivation that feels more positive. Um, to really look and see, yeah, where do I want to go? And there's an emotional component to that because in our hearts, we really kind of know who we are and what we want, but that sometimes get clouded with um, other people's views and perceptions, a lot of social conditioning, a lot that came in from our parents. Our hearts are very full of other people's energies. And so a lot of this path is starting to clear that stuff out, deprogram it, really get back in touch with what's going on inside of ourselves, and then start to live that outwardly. And the what is not as important as the how. So it's not important what you're doing. It's important how you're doing it. And this is directly tied into how meditation works. Because the what of meditation would be called something like peacefulness, uh, having no thoughts, being very still, not having a crazy, busy, stressful mind. Yeah, this thing called meditation is the what, but we all know what the what is. We all come to this class because we want that what. We want that peaceful mind. But if you just came here with that and said, okay, I'm going to get that peace, and you sit here, the first thing that would come up in your mind is like, well, how? What am I supposed to do? And the how, the approach, is actually the most important thing because if you focus on the how, the what will come. If you're a gardener um, and you walk out and you want a nice flower and you just say, you know, where's my flower? I want this flower. The what, this thing that I want, it's not there. Um, so you need to focus on the how, which would be planting a seed, giving it water, letting the sun come out, pulling out the weeds tending to the conditions that allow it to come and eventually if you keep feeding the right conditions the flower will grow all by itself there's no point that you kind of grab the the root and pull the flower up and, it, and you know rip the leaves apart to make it bigger um, it's a natural organic process that that opens up by itself because you gave the right conditions in so meditation it's very much the same way that if you give the right conditions into the mind the mind, the, the flower of meditation will bloom all by itself. Yeah, because you've been feeding the right process. So the how of meditation, it involves being very content 
And that even means content with how I am right now. So if you sit down to meditate and you're thinking about trying to get more peaceful, is this working, is it not working, can I meditate, can I not? If your mind is really busy with trying to meditate, you're actually not content. You're trying to get into another state than you're currently in. So one of the biggest things I tell people is when they meditate is to really meditate as a way of letting go and releasing. So not trying to get anywhere, not trying to do anything, not setting these expectations up for yourself, really just practicing contentment, just feeling it's okay just to sit here for the 20 minutes and relax. Not ha it doesn't have to be anything. Um, the results don't matter so much right now. First, just practice the conditions of just relaxing, being here, breathing. Um, another one of those conditions would be called like gentleness. Whatever comes, be gentle with it. It's okay, allow things to be. If your mind's running all over the place, okay, just be gentle, allow it. Creating that nice feeling with inside of the mind um, will allow the mind to be present in a, in a much more grounded, stable way. And also really being kind to yourself. So loving yourself, forgiving yourself, um, not thinking there's something wrong with you if this doesn't work, but really just dropping into that place of everything is okay just like it is. A mantra that I often say when I meditate is, is good enough, that I'll sit there and I'll just say, it's good enough, it's good enough. You know, but I'm still thinking, it's good enough. But my leg hurts, it's good enough. Yeah. But I'm not in that really deep place that I was at once upon a time. It's okay, this is good enough. And that's like this practice of letting go and this practice of contentment that, strangely enough, by accepting how things are right now, it drops my mind into that deep state of peace. Right? Whereas if I was trying to get there, I would actually be creating more turbulence inside of myself more turmoil and conflict, because I want something that's not there. So I would say that um, for today, for the practice, for the class, it's a lot about just relaxing, letting go, letting things be like they are, not trying to meditate, yeah, not letting those doubts get hold in your mind, doing it, not doing it. It's not about the willpower, it's just about being relaxing and letting go. Um, so that is kind of the direction. And I think that we'll do something like a 20-minute meditation, and I'll guide us into it so you have nothing to kind of worry about. I'll guide us in and then drop us off in a nice kind of deep point, and then I'll kind of guide us back out at the end. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Are there any questions? Or... Yeah, sure. Yeah, so make sure you're comfortable. You're gonna wanna, you're gonna wanna sit in a way that feels stable. Um, I know sometimes these bolsters kind of just collapse. So sometimes you have to pile them on top of each other. You could put a block underneath it. There's different ways you could kind of play.